I'm Barbara Gray, and it's been a while, but Paul Dano collects teeth. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, man. I'm Brandy Posey, and nothing is permanent, which is a lesson that I've learned from Tibetan Buddhist sand mandalas and washing off really good eyeliner. Mm. Uh, mm. I'm Tess Parker, and LOL, if y'all thought I was basic before, just watch me be engaged. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. <laughs> we got Barbara Brandy, and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby, it's time to hang out with your favorite lady. Ladies and ladies, ladies and ladies. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I told uh, Tess that she had to do that because she drank Perrier. And she goes, I love Perrier. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking like a, if this was a beer, it would be a 40. It's like a 40 yeah, of the Perrier. Big. Yeah, yeah, I'm drinking a 40 of Perrier. And I was so overcome with love for Perrier <laughs> that I had to say it out loud. Are you Perrier <laughs> over LaCroix? Oh my God. Course. <laughs> I yeah. The flavor's not as good. It's not about, I mean, it might be. Is it about the carbonation? Like it's, plain, it's carbonation. The it's green the bottle is the nice. Water. The green bottle makes me feel fancy. I like the glass bottle. Well, it's mineral water versus bubbly water. Yeah. Because LaCroix oh, is that's not a right. mineral water. Yeah, there's okay. minerals in this. Yeah. I see. Excuse I, me. I I'm forgot. engaged now, Barbara. I have a rock <laughs> on my hand. I'm into minerals. You're, yeah, you need rocks yeah. of every kind <laughs> on you, in you. Uh-huh. Okay. We're okay. talking about crystals. We're talking about how you need to charge your crystals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know that. Are you- <laughs> I don't know. I just got the rock and was like, do something. Yeah. I'm even lazy with crystal charging. It's a bad sign. <laughs> I should figure my shit out. I think that's all you're supposed to do is just put it somewhere and tell it to do something. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, right. that's the move to make. Um, I'm going to do a shout out to one of our listeners, Midge. She sent us a bunch of really cool pins from her uh, Etsy store, oh Modern God. Girl Blitz. They're really cute. There's a lot of enamel pins, a lot of little like one inch pins. She's got a lot of cool. Yeah, she sent us these cool banner ones that are black with gold that say feminism is cool. We all got one of those. Mm-hmm. So we got one that says Sweet. feminism is cool. Um, coffee is magic. What else do we have? We've got Devil Girl, a bunch of R's, which I'm into. Total Babe. Bad Bitch. We love these. Yeah, Not Your Doll. I'm pretty into all of these. Again, that's Modern Girl Blitz. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mitch. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mitch. Yeah. Um, and then I've got a picture of the shows coming up uh, this Saturday, the 13th of January at the Virgil uh, here in Los Angeles. And then I'm going to be in San Francisco at Sketch Fest on January 21st. It's a Sunday. Uh, so come see me in San Francisco. Yeah, and uh, I have sauce every Friday at DeSano Pizza. The Comedy Bureau named us something in a list. I don't know. Oh, you got listed by the we Bureau. We got listed by the Bureau. No big deal. Uh, uh, I saw my unlisted show. It's my storytelling show. <laughs> Colorado Wine Company. If you want to see some stories. We're yes. unlisted, though. Also, we're all three of us were on uh, Zach Broussard's 1,000. That's right. 1,000 top, top oh, comedians of 2017. He, it, was all com- it was all female comics, 1,000 yep. of us. So mm-hmm. I can't remember what number I was, but I think I just did a pay- like I searched for my name. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I was 50. I was pretty stoked about it. And what? I jokingly posted about it. And then I had an uncle reposted on Facebook, just like, I'm so proud of my niece. Oh, they don't know. Like, no, yeah, they, they don't, don't know. get but it. But you know what? That's great. That, that's we great. should sate the uncles with those sort of things. Absolutely. Oh, I'm going to send my family this comedy bureau shit. Come on. Yeah. It's, I have nothing else going on. They exactly. need to think something is <laughs> impressive. Little pieces of bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to bring on our guest. Mm-hmm. She's a director of the Museum of Broken Relationships, Alexis Hyde. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, ladies. Sorry. 
Oh, oh my no. god, get the fuck out, the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> Quickest podcast ever. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the museum and when you started it and everything. Yeah, so the Museum of Broken Relationships is an exhibition that's based around what's left over when a relationship is broken. Mm. Um and it's just the things that you'd expect, like ticket stubs or T-shirts, and then like things that you wouldn't like a pinata or breast implants. Oh, and it's and not all romantic. Are those aren't combined, right? Okay. No, <laughs> two <laughs> separate stories. It's a hell of a pinata. <laughs> I know, right? It's big. That story's from LA. And uh, no, so there, and it's not always romantic relationships. It's mm-hmm. like families and friends and businesses and places and yourself. Mm. And so when you go through, even though it sounds wildly depressing, it's actually very uplifting because you know that all those times when you felt the most alone, you were actually the most connected. Wow. So it's wonderful. So you kind of like leave feeling like, oh, damn, like let's go break some hearts, and, like make some new stories. <laughs> um, and like we're that. in between venues right now. We just closed our Hollywood Boulevard location and looking for some new spots. So, uh, but you know, you can follow us on various social media things at Broken Chips LA and stay tuned for when we do pop-up events and mm-hmm. new coming things. And um, how did you get this idea? I didn't. I uh, It started in Croatia, actually. Really? In Zagreb. Oh, wow. Uh, some this artist couple broke up and they joked that they could start a museum with the stuff that they had collected. And a couple years later, they'd stayed friends because there's like five people in Zagreb. Mm-hmm. And they did it as like a pop-up. They asked all their friends and family and everyone had something. And they it was just like immediately like this giant success. And they started touring it, and they opened their brick and mortar in Zagreb in 2010, and then we opened the second location here in LA in 2016. So those are the only two? Only two. Oh, yes. Wow. And yeah, it's still tours. I think we're going to go to Japan shortly, and I think maybe in somewhere in the UAE soon. And like last year, I think we were in Helsinki. It's kind of all over the place. So Our do you have people universal. submit yeah. stuff to you from everywhere? Yes. We get things. Everything is donated from regular people all over the world. And so if you're ever thinking like, oh, if I move to Paris, all of my romantic woes will be mm-hmm. uh, solved. They won't, because I have quite a few things from Paris. And <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Mexico City oh, I love thinking that, though. I love thinking I know, that right? moving will solve everything. Nope. Or like if you're like richer or more attractive or mm-hmm. gay or straight. Nope. Everybody, it's terrible for everyone. What about robots? And robots are going to start sending you How stuff eventually. I have relationships that have been broken like a lot, like on robots. I mean, make, right. I'm calling computers a robot yeah, right now yeah, just right. for the purpose and like yeah. Twitter and things, but I don't have any breakups with that, but I feel like maybe soon because of everybody's social media, I feel like that's like a big resolution I'm seeing on my Twitter at least. Like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm breaking up with the <laughs> internet. There and are like, people, yeah, I've seen a few people leaving yeah. Twitter and stuff like so that. If they have anything they want to donate, you know, yeah. I'll take it. And do you do you try to curate it like a certain percentage romantic relationships? Or like, do you try to kind of balance that out? Yeah, I definitely do. I want to have kind of like everything represented, and so it's yeah, like I mean, it's predominantly romantic because I think those are the things that we're more most comfortable talking mm-hmm. about. Because like you know, we just don't really talk about like breaking up with the best friend mm-hmm. or like family members. Or I think yeah. also with best friends or family members, you kind of always hope it's gonna get back mm-hmm. i was gonna say yeah so there's like a like, real sadness there's a to real romance. sadness of like giving up this mm-hmm. object that has like become like a totem of all of your invested emotions and time like it's hard to get rid of these things and yeah. i can see it like when people like bring them in physically like they're like you're gonna have to 
take this from me. And I would physically take it from them and I could see them like relax and being like, okay, I feel better now. But then people would also be like, okay, never mind, I'm not ready. Like it's just still oh, means wow. so Some much. And so, but it's, yeah, so it's like all different like ages. So it's not all, you know, 17 year old kids about, even though their stories are the most fun because it's just the heightened emotions oh, of never oh, going to yeah. love again. <laughs> uh, we met in one. geometry in fall and I haven't said I love you since. The relationship <laughs> ended last month. Um, but, and then it's not all, you know, divorces or, you know, just whatever. It's, I want to have all of them represented and all different kinds of like people in different places and sexes and genders and all of them. So hopefully... Everybody who comes in, you can't identify with all of them, but hopefully everyone who comes in can at least identify with one. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yeah. like the thing about, you know, it, it feels hacky as a comic, like talking about sex and dating and stuff on stage, but it is obviously collectively love is mm-hmm. something we can all identify with no matter who you are. So I do think, yeah, we're all no matter who it is experiencing it, like mm-hmm. we all know what heartbreak feels like. Yeah. Well, and I think there's something too, like when you're first dealing with a breakup, like that's normal, of course, right? Like everyone mm-hmm. expects you to be sad and you're expected to be processing it. But then there's that thing of like, after that though, you still kind of do have these artifacts in your life where you're like, why can't I throw that why away? Why can't I? Or like you don't even remember you have it and you open oh, the yeah. drawer yeah. and it like punches yeah. you in the gut and you're just like, I did not expect to see you today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was not how today was supposed to go. But it just shows that these things do kind of have power like you can't yeah. like help but like put like and invest this time into them and you can't just Marie Kondo them and be like yeah I no. want to kiss it and then right this doesn't spark joy yeah, thank exactly. you <laughs> no fuck you <laughs> spark something spark something harder <laughs> joy is not the emotion <laughs> well we were talking about did you guys think of something that you would donate if you could yeah I thought about one yeah I have sheet music from a song that was written about me ooh, yeah. ooh that's a good one yeah a really good one. You can have it. <laughs> what, how long after the breakup was it, or was it during your relationship that it, it was written, written about you? It was written during it. Yeah, during it about me. Uh, and it was like a high school relationship. So, but he's still a musician. So, I don't know. Never played it because it was like an orchestral thing. Never, you never actually, played like you never heard it. I've never heard. Oh. It. You've never heard Ooh. it. No. Oh my god! Give it to her mm-hmm. and then have somebody. Yeah, yeah. I guess it, But like that would be interesting. <laughs> That'd be so never interesting. It. Yeah, it's like I, well, I know what it would sound like. Right, right. But not I've never heard it performed. Totally. Yeah. Do you think That's it would it evoke something in you to hear it? No, it's been so long. For mm-hmm. and that was just it was that one ended really it was badly. A bad one. Yeah. But I think, and it's well, it might invoke yeah. anger. Yeah. No, he's a sad person now. Right. So it's just more just like. I wish I have nothing but like I wish you nothing but right. So it would be cathartic to get rid of the song. Yeah. You just yeah. Do you know why you haven't gotten rid of it yet? Because I have I have a bunch of stuff in the box at home and I don't live there. Yeah. And it's like I don't know. It's I'm from from the East Coast to live out here, and it's like my my childhood bedroom got redone. And like, there's this box and it's like a couple of things from relationships and a couple of things from like, like friend stuff too. Mm-hmm. And it's like that box is like all that's left of my original room. Yeah. So it's like, I don't want to dismantle that box because then it's like, then it just becomes a room. Right. So it's just still in there. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff lurking around that I don't remember mm-hmm. in my parents' place. <laughs> um, my one that I was thinking of was uh, the ex who I found out just got engaged. Um mm-hmm. He gave me like a, a framed aerial shot of Dolores Park in San Francisco, which is where we first said "I love you." Oh, and that's it's, deep. And it's like, ooh, yeah. I, and like I think yeah. it's it's in my room somewhere. I think it's like behind something, and so I don't like 
know what you know but you, you know it's it. there well of course yeah i yeah. didn't think about it just now i was like oh i know it's there and it's like yeah. i don't know how the fuck to get rid of this yeah it's so it's like this big frame thing but it's like so yeah. over and we're we don't even speak or anything you know and that's also that problem of like it's almost too nice to get rid of but too right. like i mean yeah. what are you gonna get in a new relationship and you've got this like super exactly. romantic yeah and it's not like i'm displaying it now it's just like behind it's hidden yeah. you know yeah. donate it to a good cause you know what I mean? I think yeah. that's the way to like... If you but can it's like, not like nice. Oh, it isn't? No. Oh, okay. It's kind of like... It was like a very boy version of doing it. So it's like... Oh, okay. I, I, I mean, I like the picture, but it's not like it's like... It's like a sentimental value it's, thing. Yeah, sentimental more than value. Right. It's not like an artistic oh, okay. got really it, got it. thing. Do you okay. think you would be able to like get rid of it? Like throw it away? I think so. I don't think I would just throw it away though. Like I would probably either try or do something. I don't know actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think that's the value in your museum a little bit? Yeah. It's like because it kind of does live in this nether world, right? Where like you don't want to throw it away. Right. But- yeah, because like most of what I have isn't like fiscally. Like I have a, like I have some engagement rings and I've got some like nicer things, but most of it is just like empty tubes of toothpaste and like a half knitted sweater. Like you can't yeah. donate it. You totally. don't want to throw it away and you can't sell it. So what are you supposed to do with it? Because the, that relationship is important and this is yeah. proof that it happened. Cause even mm-hmm. ultimately all relationships are abstract. Like there's yeah. no proof that like we have relationships, like mm-hmm. except for like, well, this podcast will be this episode. Yeah. Like, Oh, we, they all talked. They <laughs> had a relationship, but like once we're out of this room, there's no proof. There's no, mm-hmm. unless, you know, I take one of these pens and I'm like, this is my memento of this right. time. It was mm-hmm. there and we spent this time together and it was wonderful. And every time I look at it, I'll think about like what a great time we're having. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's what I can hold on to, but I can't, do anything with that pin like afterwards in case like one of you guys like fuck my like future boyfriend or something and I'm just like <laughs> fuck you guys yeah you know and, yeah. but I'm like what am I supposed to do with this and it's like oh, I don't want to throw it away because I still have such fond memories of that podcast but like why'd she fuck my boyfriend <laughs> you know yeah and I just Makes listened sense. to uh we listened to that audiobook assassination vacation mm. how many of you guys read or Cervelle. listened to that mm-hmm. yeah best. and it's really cool she goes back and yeah. she does all these road trips about the people that have assassinated American presidents Ooh. and she talks mm-hmm. about relics in that and yes. kind of compares she's really obsessed with these relics of these assassins but she compares are just sort of religious relics mm-hmm. and the, the reason that they have significance is because they do literally connect you with the life of that event mm-hmm. and there is something so like visceral and like physical and like the, it is it's just proof yeah. yeah making them real as opposed to just this abstract thing that happened right like, oh no this is like his nail trimmers or whatever yeah yeah it's yeah. cool yeah I don't have to pick that up book. that was Cervelle's really- Awesome. Highly recommend. Yeah, I like for that sure. But yours does. I think I would do. I have this book. My ex and I, when we were like in, towards the beginning of our relationship, we went back east. We were together for a really long time, but we were like really young in the beginning of our relationship. And we went back east because I used to live in Boston. And we went to my favorite bookstore. And we got the idea to get, I'm so glad it didn't work out, but we got, we were going to get tattoos had just become legalized in Boston. Oh my God. And so we were going to, I'm not fucking kidding you. I almost got the Chinese symbol for happiness. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm yes. not kidding you. I almost you got that. You would have to have that God. cut off of your skin. And I know. <laughs> I know. But we bought the book that had the Chinese lettering in it. And he and I were each going to get a Chinese symbol. And the only reason we didn't is because we had a bus to catch and the t- tattoo parlor wasn't open yet oh my god and it's like I'm always I'm so I think about how Gosh, happy I am that I never got that tattoo. That happiness tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Not getting that happiness tattoo has brought me so much joy. Oh my god. So I think the book with the Chinese lettering. That'd be amazing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
That's so good. Because it also was like, I mean, I think you think of a lot of, like, you know, when relationships end, it's easy to think of it in terms of the ending. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, would be more something that would be emblematic of, like, when it was good before it went Right, and that's, like, the fun thing about these stories is that they're not just because someone donated the, you know, fill in the blank. It's Mm -hmm. not always like the end you know sometimes it's like when we met or like their happiest memory or just like a fight they had but it's not necessarily like this is the overarching of the story at least those are the stories I find that like resonate the most they're like Mm -hmm. the super slice of life very specific to Mm -hmm. that one person donating but like speaks to like the underlying themes that we all experience on a regular basis yeah and um and that's like what's so great about it because it's like yeah just sometimes like maybe my ex is like super terrible but that doesn't mean I don't have fond memories of it you know Mm -hmm. or like that friend I'm not friends with or an old boss or whatever. Or that there wasn't some value in the time that you spent with them. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. I think it's easy to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like, oh, that ended. I have to just completely deny that that even existed. Mm-hmm. That wasn't. No, I yeah, mean, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I, I guess I can't comprehend doing that. But I think I was talking to somebody about this because that kind of happened to me with an ex. And I was like really upset. And they were like, well, I think that maybe they aren't able to do that. Like, and you are able to be like, oh, I'm thinking of everything. And I still think of this fondly. But if you broke their heart, like, they're kind of like, no, I got to, like, it all has to, like, be in this shitty area for me. I have to keep it in which the is, box. And, yeah, which yeah. is, it sucks. But, yeah. like, I can't, you know, what do you do if that's how you react to shit? Yeah. 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 I think even that is a denial, though, because I bet even that person, like, still thinks fondly about. That's just I how it is. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'd be crazy to not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I've been with some real psychopaths that I have fond memories of. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they're the most yeah. fun. They're the most fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything in the museum? I didn't donate because I thought curatorially I'd never be able to, like, not selfishly be like, so, like, what's your favorite piece? <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. but, like, did you see this one, though? Don't you think that what she went through was really... This was um, the hardest one. And I also, like, didn't need my, like... X is thinking that this is like a, you know, you're so vain. Oh, yeah. You probably think this museum's about you. Right. I do have pieces donated about me. Really? Multiple? That's an interesting cover letter, right? (laughs) Well, it's just like so pointed because I don't know if they knew that like I would that I see everything that comes in. So like maybe they thought, and cause I do have like, oh, I had, they knew, they knew, they right. Knew. And yeah. they, they don't sure specifically knew. name me, but like once I read the story and I see the that person would, who submits yeah. it, I'm like, that would be oh, like really? somebody writing in with really? us with a lady problem and being like, she hosts a podcast and I, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah that's, come on. You know, no, you're gonna it's, see it. it's, no, I'm going to see it. And like, I was just like, really? Like, this is how you, this is how you're choosing to handle like this situation right now. Oh boy. Oh, the first time it happened, I, I raged against the machine just like like I was like I have got to step out of the office and I like called my like brother and I was like you'll never believe what happened <laughs> and then like six months later I was like this is funny I'm gonna put it up and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and then I was just like huh I didn't acknowledge to the person that, that like I saw it or that anything's happened with it I was just mm-hmm. like I'm just gonna put this up and just like let it live there and I'll be mm-hmm. fine mm-hmm. but yeah no I don't have anything that's so interesting do you I'll, know if the person's visited and seen that no uh, well, I know one person definitely has not. I don't know about the other person. That mm-hmm. is so funny. So they could be. I don't know, though. I feel like I haven't seen anything or heard anything about anyone coming to my location and seeing something that, like, they did. Mm-hmm. I heard that did happen in Zagreb. That, like, I oh. guess they had, it was, like, their, like, opening night. And, like, one of the big journalists came and they were really excited that he was there. And he was going to review it for the paper. Mm-hmm. And... um 
he like came and he left like really fast and they freaked out and they're like oh my god this is terrible is like no one ever going to come again is yeah. he going to review it terribly oh, wow. so they called him the next day we're like hey so what'd you think you left pretty quick yeah. and he's like oh no it's great but the bike is mine I gave that to her and I saw it and I couldn't handle it so oh, I left my wow. heart. and so it's like okay Damn. but like again shows yeah. like that these things have like power and it's like a two ways you know you get like a little bit stuck and like and then there's like some stories that are so I remember getting one piece in and I swore to god it was about me because it was about these people in college and like this is so dumb I'm gonna admit it anyway that like this girl in the sky and he had a girlfriend at the time and she shouldn't have been like with him and they were like playing like ultimate frisbee and I was reading this story and I was like oh my god did that guy from college donate this about me and it wasn't did him. he donate a frisbee yeah, the guy donated this frisbee, but it was like all about this like weekend that they spent together doing this, Whoa. and like that fully happened to me in college. And I, I was mean, like, oh. to be fair, I do think that that could have been a common that's ultimate just, frisbee. Hook ultimate up. frisbee in college, you know, like like what we else are you doing in college? Ultimate frisbee. It just, yeah. Yeah. Right. Ultimate frisbee hookup is the alternate name of college. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh my god, it was like so specific, and I was like, but then yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like oh, we're not unique snowflakes. Like just fucking fight club it up, and like it happens to everyone all over the goddamn. <laughs> world <laughs> it's, it's fine everyone plays ultimate frisbee and hooks up with people they're not supposed to yeah i will say uh, i didn't i had an idea to send all the guys who in 2017 who wronged me a mass oh, text yeah, you didn't do that Ooh. i just couldn't think of the right i like could never think of the right thing to send so i was like i'm not gonna send it but yeah maybe next year, <laughs> maybe next year. that's really good though it was gonna and then somebody on Twitter was like, won't this put them in contact with each other? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not so, like, worried about I'm not worried about like a Babs conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. like, I think it'll be fine. Also, yeah. like, guys that are friends with each other can barely talk to each other. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm not worried. If it was a bunch of women, yes. Yeah, but, it'd be a yeah, whole other situation. Yeah. Well, and then the women is funny because I have been a woman who's befriended uh, oh, an yeah. Eskimo yeah. sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that to me is the funniest night in Vegas where you're just cackling. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be amazing to get all the pickle CDs together and donate yeah. them for oh, multiple the people. Yeah, pickle CDs would be a good exhibit. Yeah, I found out that I was not the only person that this, that this guy was calling pickle. I, w- I was in his no. car and I went to take out a CD and I went through the stack and there was another one that said for pickle and it wasn't for me. <gasps> Dude. <laughs> Come up with better nicknames. Pickle? I mean, you don't assume that you're one of many pickles. No, no. you really don't. You think you're the only solo pickle. <laughs> <laughs> solo pickle. Solo pickle. That's it. There's no such thing. You're always there, in you're, a jar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you know what you need in 2018? A website. Isn't that the truth? Oh, so a true. Great idea. And you know where you can build one on Squarespace. Ooh, yeah. I heard Squarespace is super easy to use. It is. I made my website on Squarespace. Uh, I sell my album on there. My photos look great. I get compliments on it all the time. It is very nice. Very pretty thank streamlined. You. Oh my God, thank you so much. It is a space for you, but you're not a square. Yes, exactly. It was super easy to make. They have a lot of built-in SEO functions and there's 24-7 award-winning customer service. They answered all of my questions whenever I needed it when I was working on it at three in the morning. So that was great. If you're ready to build your own website, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code LADY to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com, intercode LADY. 
Welcome back to Lady to Lady. I'm Brandy. I'm Babs. I'm Tess. And we're here with Alexis Hyde. Hi. And I'm on a squeaky chair, so sorry if you hear that. Um, <laughs> so if someone play? got these in their Christmas stocking? I think I found Brandy this at a Barnes and Noble. I was buying Ooh. some stuff from somebody else, and I found a Would You Rather book. And, and this like, is great because now we yeah. have to do zero work. Yeah. <laughs> we can just make like that. Easy. <laughs> I love book. my favorite thing about books is how they create less work for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> You just um, read them. Yeah. So we're gonna play a little game called Would You Rather. I'm sure you're familiar with this. Absolutely. This uh, game. Let's... I played Ultimate Frisbee in college, so like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I pretty familiar I with some. Separated a shoulder. Cool. <laughs> playing Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, I think like playing Would You Rather. <laughs> <laughs> extreme Would You Rather. Very extreme. <laughs> would you rather? 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 You've made a face. Just just choose one. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, here we go. Would you rather suck... (laughs) Sorry, it starts with suck, everyone. Would you rather suck fresh milk directly from the udder of a cow or drink store-bought milk two days after it's gone bad? Oh. I've already done the latter, so... Yeah. (laughs) I also don't believe in expiration dates are accurate. They aren't usually. Yeah. (gasps) I follow them very closely. I really? Do too. Oh, I don't. Yeah. And I'm fine. But I always forget about milk. I'm really good about following it, but I always forget about milk. And I'll be like eating my cereal or whatever. And I'm like, this doesn't taste oh. great. I wonder what that's about. I don't like, get, oh, like, I don't get dairy milk anymore. So it's yeah, not I mostly really a drink almond. So when almond milk goes bad, it is what it is. Yeah. 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 But I, there's something about psychologically, if I know that like something's past its expiration date, it just gives me the heebie jeebies. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I get that. I think, like, I mean, wouldn't fresh milk be kind of good? I know it's supposed to be pasteurized or something, but it wouldn't. And I think it's supposed to be delicious. Yeah. But I think yeah. it's the act of I can sucking on the meat. I think it's the into something first. Hey, Tom Green did it, and it was great for his career. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, and I am trying to. We can talk about I that. am trying to follow his career method, so <laughs> that would be good. Um, I mean, yeah. I think I have to go with the expired milk. Yeah. yeah. It seems just intense. I mean, yeah, I like fresh produce. Right. So sure. But yeah, the sucking. I mean, I feel like if it was like expired, like for sure expired milk, like you smell it and it's disgusting, then like that would be more of a question of like, what am I going to do here? Yeah. We can all agree two days. Two days. Two days. You're still fine. Yeah. 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 I'll go. I'll I'll go a week past uh, (gasps) expiration date. Yeah, never oh had a problem. God, they've never had food poisoning. Yeah, no, they don't. It, that's the thing. Is that like, like an iron like constitution? Or I do, do you... have an iron constitution. Um, <laughs> I definitely but, do. But see, I, I'm the same way. I have a pretty yeah. like song, strong stomach. But I also, yeah, I think like yeah. you can tell. It's just like salad greens and stuff like that. I'll pick through. No, 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 no. I don't want to waste food. No, I don't like wasting food either. That's why food. I, I will say I'm on like a strict produce schedule. Like as soon as I go grocery shopping, I make all the produce first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way That's the thing. It. And then the second half of the week I make frozen stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I guess this first one, you can choose one, but I don't know. There's, there's a whole <laughs> man. <laughs> Okay. Uh, would you rather chew on a wild rat's severed tail for a half hour? Half hour. <laughs> Very it's lots of adjectives time. in there. Yeah. Really are. Or thoroughly brush your teeth with a toothbrush from a prison's community toothbrush bowl. 
They have those? I don't... <laughs> I'm like, I doubt it. Oh, there's a fact under right? here. There's a oh, fact here. Oh, this okay. is facts? Yeah. In the 1300s, rats carrying deadly fleas on their tails behind their ears all over brought the Black Plague to Europe, right. killing two-thirds of the I feel like they're trying to sway the answers here with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, how about you take it, take it easy The here. rats are a little cleaner now. That was the 1300s. Right? Is that why they're telling you? Yeah, I think maybe just a. I think I'm going toothbrush. I don't I'm think I'm going to go toothbrush. Situation. Yeah, it's from a bowl. It's not like a tooth, like a toilet toothbrush or something. I mean, that's okay. a toilet. It is toothbrush. weird that they use the word bowl. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Community toothbrush bowl. And thoroughly, I don't like that word either. It's a rough word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty minutes though. I mean, I feel like thoroughly fresh, brushing your tooth, your teeth is two minutes. That's true. Thirty minutes of chewing on a rat tail. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. thirty seconds that. in each quadrant with the prison toothbrush. Well, because it's like <laughs> <laughs> four to five dentists recommend you your tongue. <laughs> you probably do have to do the tongue. I would do yeah. it probably over a rat. Yeah, yeah. Just Tess like, hates these. Yeah, I do. I do hate it. Sorry, Tess. That's okay. Why are they, so many of these are like about chewing on animal stuff? I don't know. Yeah. The other ones are kind of lame. So okay. I didn't read the book before I bought it. Okay, this is interesting. <laughs> okay. Would you rather eat an uncooked but mm-hmm. thawed TV dinner or a can of cold beef chili? Well, cold uncooked, beef chili. like they're they're still cooked. You're just heating yeah. them up, right? Yeah. The cold, both in both situations. Both situations, they're cold, but they're both cooked. And yeah. a, beef chili is more. Uh, that's going to be more room temp though, because it's in a can, it's room temp. right? A room temp beef yeah. chili. I feel like I've eaten that. Yeah, I feel like I, I have too. Yeah. Certainly, have. Uh, uh, I've definitely made it made a chili and then walked away and then been like, oh, this is. I mean, that's why you're hot. feeding your dog. No, it's it like can't a, be chili that you heated up and then walked back. It's no, chili no, no, that but is she's saying straight, straight out of the it's can. About yeah. that same that temperature, same temperature yeah, kind of thing. Something about leaving it in the can really makes me not okay. Mm. We have to eat it out of the can. You have to eat out of the can. I'm oh, fine. I'm you're fine. adding rules to this. I am. We're with wagon it. training this. I can. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm fine with that. I remember. Um, I think there's too many choices in the TV dinner. Like you're gonna have like mushy peas or something. I'd rather yeah. have if mushy it, peas. Really? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. I don't. You are a vegetarian. Well, too, I'm gonna. This, I'm presuming I eat beef for the yeah. sake of this argument. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm in my head. I'm thinking of vegan chili, but even that like cold aluminum stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Is that a thing? I think so. Like I don't like to. If I'm cooking like beans in a can, I can't like. I'm just realizing how neurotic I am. I don't. But like, <laughs> <laughs> this book is opening up deeper layers. Yeah. Doesn't that gross you guys out? To like when you take beans out of the can and you see the globules of like bean at the bottom, yeah. and they're like cold and beany. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't gross me out. I'm all right. It's like with it's it. par for the course when you're. It's like- I have I have better memories of cans than TV dinners. Yeah. <laughs> oh, opposite for me. <laughs> I was specifically thinking kids cuisine chicken nugget dinner. I don't know yeah. why, but that's what oh, I'm thinking kids about. Kids cuisines were bomb. Those well, I like the ones that had the apple pie in yes. one of your quadrants. That's pretty good. That was, that was pretty lit. good. That could yeah. be dumb. TV dinners, I think, were pretty awesome. Because I also associate TV dinners with having a babysitter, which was like, right. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. no, you're staying up late you're and you're watching Snake or whatever. Movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. starting. To, I'm feeling a little weird lately because uh, I like got did a big puzzle over Christmas. No big deal. Glorious. <laughs> it's a great puzzle. It's a great puzzle. It's a great puzzle. Like, what kind of puzzle? It's a uh, horses on the beach and mm-hmm. it's a glow in the dark. So okay. if you That's turn dope. off all the lights, you find 14 hor- glow in the dark horses. Do you get Spencer's? Is that a Spencer's purchase? <laughs> I got it at uh, I got it at um, Joanne Fabrics when I was buying all the stuff I was going to make Christmas presents with and then never did. A classic tradition. Yeah. Every yeah. year. <laughs> so many unmade Christmas gifts yeah. that I've spent a I bunch of money on. I have actually a bag of your unmade Christmas gifts in my Oh trunk. yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. So many things. Um, so, so hold on. I'm trying to, so 
It's Christmas. Babs is like having a day. Yeah, you well, go to Joanne's. People came over and did the thing on Christmas Eve. It was like a com- puzzle community effort. So you were buying the puzzle. Fun. Like I'll do this uh, with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. also, I but I finished it by myself. And so the way the thing is set up now, it's like a table facing the TV with this big puzzle <laughs> on it. That I was like, oh, this is actually a good place to eat at because it's not as low as our coffee table. So now I'm like alone eating at a puzzle table watching TV. <laughs> a lot. It's happening a lot. And I'm like, I don't like this. I don't like what's going on now. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just, it's getting to be, and like luckily neither of my roommates has walked in on me yet when it's happening. Yeah. But During it just, puzzle time? Yeah. It just, and the puzzle's done. It's just sitting there. No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's close. Have you ever been it's in glowing. the dark yeah. eating? No, no, no. I, I actually haven't been able eating to. Eating by the glow of this <laughs> puzzle. Oh my god, I'm so pissed because I haven't been able to to get the room dark enough to to look at the glow. They give you some blackout curtains. The power went out on New Year's, and now I'm so mad I didn't think to look at the puzzle. <laughs> that's your new, that's your 2017 regret. It would have been perfect. Perfect. Oh my god. Because like shot. it's too bright from somewhere. With oh yeah. fuck. Okay. You have to leave it together until the next blackout. Yeah, yeah, I get. I mean, like, I was gonna clean it up anyway. Like, are, you gonna, <laughs> are you gonna get some puzzle glue? No, that's what fucking Ryan said. My roommate was like, "Are you gonna glue?" I'm like, "No, I don't need to commemorate this. Frame it, but like, put it maybe up. you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm good. Well, I think I'll put it. I don't know. We can put it together t- like another time. Uh, you think there'll be a round two puzzle? Maybe it's a nice puzzle. Or I can give it to <laughs> it's someone. A nice puzzle. <laughs> 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 we didn't lose I'm gonna get you a sweatshirt that says it's a nice puzzle. It's a nice puzzle. This is my life. I'm so happy. I have to do. I'm figuring out what to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you and your puzzle. Uh, Good job, Barb. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Megan Mullally does puzzles all the time with her husband. Yeah, girlfriend. with her husband. She's not sitting eating by herself. She's with uh, Nick Offerman. I'm just saying you have something in common with them. Nick Offerman definitely makes it more than just a puzzle. Well, I know. <laughs> you could watch uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> we just and I'll be all. like, hey, Ma- Megan, like, you want to put this piece in? I'll just start talking to them like they're yeah, my family. There, there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, that's where I'm at, so I feel oh, good. I also don't understand puzzle glue because it's like, well, now it's just a shitty poster. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I don't need, I also don't have a bunch of shit I've never hung up. I, that would for sure be something that would sit. Oh, yeah. It's like knowing. akin never... to like the paint by numbers. You know, it's like it's showing yeah. the effort made. Right, yeah. Because you could buy... A bad painting. A better bad painting. A better bad painting. Yeah. yeah. But like, you made this better bad painting. Or this <laughs> exactly. worse bad painting. Yeah. You made this worse poster. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's a. Uh, oh, I, I don't know I'm where to buy s- a glow in the dark horse on the beach poster. That's true. See? Yeah. Nor do I. No, seriously. I mean, that's. It's- Let's get rid of that picture of the park. Yeah, glue this <laughs> thing, frame say. it up, yeah. put it up. I got to use that frame for something. Put yeah. in this sad. See, horse. Oh, <laughs> they're not sad. It wouldn't, even, it wouldn't even fit in that frame, so that'd be funny because it'd be like half. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> Just part of it. Maybe I will do that. Actually, that's a really good thing. Yeah. All right, now we know what's happening with the frame. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go get some puzzle glue. We'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you know that most old school bra brands only carry 15 sizes? Well, Third Love offers 60 sizes in cups AA through G, including half cup sizes. Never heard of half cup sizes? That's because no one else does it. Third Love uses thousands of real women's measurements and super smoothing memory foam to create bras that fit better and feel great. Just answer a few simple questions from Third Love's Fit Finder quiz. It takes just 60 seconds and you can do it all from the comfort of home. Returns and exchanges are easy and free. Go to thirdlove.com slash lady now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash lady. Thirdlove.com slash lady. Back, I'm Tess. I'm Barbara. I'm Brandy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> here with Alexis. You okay, Babs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Um, Alexis, so we would we're gonna give some advice to people in current situations. Okay. Help us mm-hmm. give some advice. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Pull up your pull up my pants. Pull up your pants. <laughs> pull up your pants, Tess. We I'm have company guest. over. Lady Lady Problems. Lady, lady problems, lady problems, do you have them? Lady problems, do you have them? People have them. Hi ladies, this is a follow-up to a lady problem I sent in a little over a year ago. So, my sister was in fact pregnant and I now have a beautiful seven-month-old nephew whom I love to pieces. I'm also in a much better place with my feelings about holding off on having a baby of my own. I'm very happy that my husband and I have waited and we've been really enjoying our baby free time together. Now, here's my problem. About a month ago, my husband told me he had to get something off his chest. He told me that he's come to the realization that he doesn't think he wants kids at all. This truly felt like I had a rug yanked out from under me, completely turned my world upside down, and forced me to rethink my entire life and future. Thankfully, my husband and I have an amazing relationship and have always been able to be very open and honest with each other. We've spent the last month talking things over, going through all his reasons and fears. I was even able to offer a compromise to him, which was waiting another five years or so and only having one kid instead of the two we had always talked about. I've been trying really hard not to be pushy with this whole thing, only offering positive possibilities of what could be and ways to ensure that he is happy and fulfilled with our future together, a future where we both get what we want in life and can still be together. But obviously, at the end of the day, it has to be something that he truly wants. We love and care about each other and respect each other too much to let either of us not live our truth. I know he's been trying really hard to get on board with this new plan, but after an agonizing month of this, sadly, my worst nightmare is coming true and we are finding ourselves forced to part ways. I can't even begin to describe to you how much this is destroying me and him. We've always had such an amazing relationship in all aspects and never in a million years would either of us have thought we would be here. What makes it even harder is that we don't have any relationship issues. We love each other so much and want to be together more than anything. It's one of those situations where the right thing to do is the absolute hardest thing to do. So now here I am, 30 years old, thought I had my whole life figured out, now having to start from scratch. I've been with my husband for almost 10 years before tender days, and we built such an amazing life together. We have a beautiful apartment filled with all of our memories, a beautiful dog that we both love, and now we have to begin this torturing pro- torturous process of disentangling our lives, and I don't even know where to begin. What am I going to do? I'm in such a dark place right now, and I know the light is coming from somewhere, but it's currently nowhere in sight. Thanks for listening and being such amazing ladies. Oh, I'm oh. so sorry. Um, yeah. 
It really breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is really tough. Um, yeah, that's just like one of those things that like it's. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like time is the only thing that's going to just like any thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's going to make in, any of it better. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like some of it's the fact that she's so she's thirty. She's been with married to him or with him for ten for years. ten years. So she yeah. was twenty. So she's twenty. Mm-hmm. So part of it, which I'm not trying to be callous, because um, my heart is a little bit black because I read stories about broken relationships for a living. <laughs> right. But the like girl you don't even know what's out there like yeah he's great you're great but like there's other great people and people who want what you want people who want what he wants mm. and you haven't even you know had a chance like you don't even know what you're missing out on because you've been I mean, which is wonderful that this relationship was so great and y'all are ending on a really positive term are like reasons that like mm-hmm. you know separate desires and following your truth and your personal journeys but like man like there's so much out there that you don't even know about. Like, I'm so excited for you. Like, it's going to be super scary and daunting and confusing and weird and Tinder's the worst. And, but also like sometimes the best because you can get so many like great stories out of it and new like life experiences and meet all these different people that like you've never even encountered before. That is true. You're getting like a sliding doors moment of like, okay, like here's this whole And you're still only 30. New Mm -hmm. experiences I'm going to be able to have because of this. Yeah. That's like amazing. I remember one time when I was going through a breakup, a friend said to me that she was like, I kind of like it because it's like, you know, when you're really, really hungry and it almost feels good because you could eat anything. Yeah. Like that's kind of how it is when you're in a breakup. Like, yeah, it kind of sucks to be hungry, but also it's kind of like, I could fuck up anything right now. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, yeah, like you're starving and like, maybe like it hurts yeah. and it's uncomfortable and you don't know where to even start because it's like overwhelming because of options. But like, man, mm-hmm. like options, dude. Right. But then when you're single too long, you feel like you've been at a buffet for 10 years. And right. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm full and I'm sick of just eating garbage. And let's just be so honest, mashed tails. potatoes don't belong in salad. No, <laughs> but we tried it. It yeah. worked. Mm-hmm. Been chewing on rat tails. Yeah. But like, she's not, so far like, away from that, though. Yeah, yeah, she's so. <laughs> yeah, who brought the cow in? Fresh milk. God. Yeah, I mean, I obviously twenty to thirty is a huge is cr- it's such a you yeah. grow so much, you change mm-hmm. so much. So I'm sure you are a different person than you were when you were twenty years old. Absolutely. And discovering a new relationship will be a whole different ball game at this point. Um I mean I would say like as far as technicalities go, probably each try to find your own place because mm-hmm. it's going to be too hard to stay yeah. in that apartment. And I would say don't split the dog. Yeah, what that happens there? That never works. Yeah. It never... I've had too many friends who've tried to do the dog share and it yeah. just... It always ends up in heartbreak. Tested and that a little bit, but then you ended up with Gatsby. I did right? it for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we dog shared for three years, and it's a terrible idea. It's terrible. I mean, it's, I'm sorry, Tess. No, it's all right. It's I, I, I agree well, with you. Other, I fully agree with you. Of course, when you're faced with it, it seems yeah. like at the moment you're well, like, this has to be because it. you can't because you both it is kind of like a kid, and you it both is. love them, and yeah, and also probably depending on who initiates the breakup. I mean, in that case, I had initiated the breakup, so I was like anything to make it easier for you. Yeah, right. we'll share the dog. Yeah, but. You can't fully have closure when you're sharing custody of an animal. No. So, yeah. My, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, it should be one of the other. Uh, I know one of my friends went through, like, a breakup that they've been together seven years. And he has a dog. But, like, sometimes, like, every few months when he goes out of town, she'll take it. So, I don't yeah. know if that's a thing or if it's just be. It probably should be a clean break. I think so. It's just yeah. too hard. I mean, like. 
because yeah, it just it could be confusing, and then that's how like mm-hmm. other things like happen, and like I mean, you I went was... on a bad date, he went on a bad date, yes. something happened, and it's not you're cruising for a regretful make make out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I think least, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm like this is I would at least think that this is going to be hard to end totally. Mm-hmm. Oh, for well, sure. Well, yeah, because they still love each other. I mean, that's right. what's so heartbreaking about it. Is, it is. Mm-hmm. But sometimes these things don't work out, and like at least though the other thing that's wonderful is that like her main relationship was supportive and communicative and so she's got all these really great like foundations of like what a healthy relationship's like yeah. mm-hmm. so like you're going in from like the best possible way of like oh I'm not going to tolerate this behavior mm-hmm. because I've already been in a situation where someone's been good to me and this is what I like and this is what I want and mm-hmm. anything less than that it's just because otherwise you get into some of those bad habits like mm-hmm. not me I mean I didn't get into those bad habits yeah, no, in my no. 20s but like you know people, other people none other people of us, did none of us <laughs> yeah that is very true she's mm-hmm. obviously going into it with high standards already mm-hmm. and that makes a big difference big difference but also Absolutely. I mean it's kind of like on one hand she, the reason this is happening is because she knows she wants a kid so like a part of me is like yeah you should be sort of forthright with everyone you date but I'm also like a relationship that long you kind of need to have a hoe phase yeah no, I think for sure. you need to buffer out of it with a hoe phase absolutely yeah, because you're going to be putting a lot on every person you go out with. Yeah. Right and, like, you're not used to dating. I mean... You're, you're not used to dating. You're not used to other people's bodies yeah. and things. Like, you got to figure out. And that could be fun, too. Like, who knows? You might find some, like, new thing that you didn't even know you were missing. Yes. Because then it's like, oh, shit. Like, I thought I was having, like, some good sex. And then, like, oh, man. Girl, there's so many, so many exciting things. I'm so excited for you. But I think also, like, give your... I don't know... Well, it depends on how she wants to deal with it, but it's okay to be sad for. I mean, you're it's oh, going to sure. be. Dead. It you're is. going to be. Yeah, you should be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. Born at ice cream and niece or nephew time and mm-hmm. family and friends, and they're going to have to let you be yeah. sad for a long time. Mm-hmm. But. On the other side of that sadness. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, some excitement. It'll be great because you'll be all rested up from all the naps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you'll exactly. be all happy from all the sugar and the ice cream. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I mean, I don't even think you can like even start the sad phase until you guys move out. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, you've got to be in like the practical, let's get some like things nope. done right now. Yeah. Let's split up the property, uh, figure out what's going on. And that's horrible. The worst. Yes. But like, you've got to do it. You've got to make some hard decisions. And I think that like, you've like... I know that you love him so much and he loves you and everything like that. But like you're entering a phase where like you have to look out for yourself. Yeah. So start doing it now. Mm -hmm. Like start looking Mm -hmm. out for what your needs are now and what you need to do and what's going to make you get through that. And if that's the couch and the dog, then like make that your hard line. You know, if Mm -hmm. it's not that and it's something else, then do that because you can't, you've got to start getting into that habit now and you need to get what you need to get. So you can start being sad once you're out and in your own place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hide him from everything online. And like mm-hmm. when this break happens, you like, you, you need real space. Real space. Because it's, can't it's not like there's this organic break of like they had this yeah. big fight and they right. both. It, it's like these, I mean, yeah. that's, I've never had it in a relationship where mm-hmm. I was like actively so in love with someone. Yeah. I have it. It was terrible. Oh. And then we, and he, we like tried to do the friends thing and it didn't work out. And it was really, it was really hard. It was just like, we just weren't working and we both like still loved each other. I mean, I think I probably loved him more than he loved me. Like whatever, that's besides the point. But he, um, (laughs) but it's really hard. And then Mm -hmm. it is, it's like, I had to do the, like, I like left, I left, went to my aunt's house for a weekend and I was Mm -hmm. like, get all of your stuff. Yeah. And then you move out. And if there's anything questions, we'll deal with it then. Mm -hmm. And I had to, you just have to, 
start taking care of yourself because yeah. no one else is going to. And you're already so used to taking care of each other. And it's hard to make that adjustment. Well, and I think the instinct is to the also really horrible reality is the only person who really understands what you're going through is, is that other person, person. Mm-hmm. who's also yeah. your best friend. So you totally have the instinct to call them because no one else, even your best right. friend doesn't get it. I mean, no, that's the only that person level. who truly gets it. Yeah. yeah. That was a really hard, I mean, yeah, that's, that's why you do kind of, I think, just have to like cold turkey it. You have yeah. to. Just nothing. Because then you still can't have these intimate, deep conversations with that person. That's you will. Not gonna... And it's so easy to fall back in if it's yeah. like, not because something like actually like catalyzed, like was made it happen. Yeah. I would say also to either you or him should mm-hmm. say something to his family and your family about like, respect this. Please don't mm-hmm. contact me either. Like, because yeah. if you've been with somebody for ten years, it's like, yeah, you're in mom, with their family. Dad, you're in the mm-hmm. family, and it's like I could see that becoming an issue. And like, and telling your family, like, mm-hmm. hey, it's fine. Do not shit talk him. I don't want to talk about this for a year at right. least, and and demand they respect your wishes mm-hmm. with that kind of stuff too. Absolutely, that is the shitty thing too. The loss of the family. Like, if you like their family, oh yeah, that's bummer town too. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess like a silver lining is that you guys do communicate so much that you figured this out now instead yes. of much further down the line. Yeah, yeah. So this is something that could have come up, you know, five years from now, and that would be right. even harder. And like, yeah. it, for so God. many other reasons yeah. too. Right. On top of that, mm-hmm. so so at least like that is something to maybe take stock in. It's just like, okay, well, yeah, it, it's going to be really hard right now, but I'm glad we figured it out at this point and not when it was even going to be. further along you know and you've already done the hardest part which is just believing in what you know to be true about yourself and seriously it's so easy to 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 ameliorate like some kind of big conflict and think i can just change my mind i don't need that and like you know what you wanted and you already did the really hard so everything after that is is in some way i think going to be downhill yeah i mean good for you to for women are taught to kowtow to the needs and wants Mm -hmm. of others especially the men that you're with so good for you for being like this is a line this is what i'm sticking to like that's that's it's impressive so and should be applauded mm-hmm. in its own right. For sure. Girl, you got this. You got yeah. it. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, yeah, Froyo is good for breakups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get candy and ice cream and one thing, which is good. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I'm... <laughs> Have you, tell your girlfriends they're going to do some heavy lifting for a while, but that does not include trash talking him. Like, right. you know, it's not, not that any of that. Yeah. And maybe send something into Alexis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Head over to brokenships.com mm-hmm. and see, you know, it just, I'll take some stuff. I will totally take some things. Because yeah. it's, you know, they're all different. You're not the only person who's gone through this particular kind of breakup either. There are other people. And every time someone donates something, it's proof that not only did they get past it, they got to a place where they felt comfortable letting it go. And that's mm-hmm. like a really beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, you and you guys too. have like stuff on your website, right? Like you have pictures of stuff with the story. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all over our social media and on the website, and people pin like where their things are, and it's just it's just really great to see what people are just sharing and me tooing and you know supporting each other, and because we're all you know we're all doing the same thing. This mm-hmm. human experience is hard, and like you're finding out now. I don't need to tell you. It's, yeah. it's rough. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's absolutely rough. And it's, yeah. we're all just doing the best we can. And mm-hmm. or hopefully, and, but I am, I know it's hard, but hopefully you can find some solace that I think in the long run, girl, you're going to be good. But. Also like, 
I know I was in a long relationship for most of my twenties that didn't work out. And like one thing that makes me feel better is like everyone wastes their twenties. Everybody. It's does. easy to yeah. feel like oh that was a waste because I wasted it in one relationship, but it's like everyone wastes. Yeah. It. Like don't feel yeah. bad like no. you. You were mm-hmm. tw- you were in your twenties. Can't yeah. You can't like hindsight yeah. twenty twenty like you were gonna see like this coming when you were twenty years old. Like there's no, no way. No you way. Did, you were all you made the best yeah. decisions you could, and it was really wonderful. And then it mm-hmm. stopped going on the same path. But like that's you know that's something fine. to be commended. And it helped you grow to this point. Make a list of all the stuff that uh that you can like you can do that he didn't like. What TV shows did he not like that you <laughs> right? watch? You can watch all that shit now. All Are of there it. Any, classes that you wanted to take that he wasn't into like you know yeah. go sleeping in waking up early weird yeah. foods in the house mm-hmm. any kind of habits like just embrace it yeah exactly we yeah get a puzzle <laughs> <laughs> maybe Barb will send you her get, get, a puzzle de- get a puzzle table just yeah. lean in <laughs> listen if you have a blackout curtain maybe you and Babs can meet up and collaborate yeah. <laughs> we'll make some glow in the dark art yeah. oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that looks like but good luck I know it's going to be really fucking tough but you're stronger than you think you are and you are Seriously. going to like you know yeah. get through this on the other side and be happy that you stuck with your guns yeah. mm-hmm. absolutely and it really is temporary like what you're about to go through is shitty but it really is temporary mm-hmm. yeah it's really yeah. easy to lose sight of that when you're in the middle of it. But and hey, you didn't get a Chinese symbol tattoo. Exactly. Uh, thanks. <laughs> well, we don't know. Maybe whatever she did, your but... Chinese symbol tattoo was, like, think about the thing that you didn't. <laughs> yeah. A, ba- a baby with this guy would a have been way worse. This guy would have been way worse. That's the thing. Yeah. He didn't want a baby. If you had it, mm-hmm. been even worse. Then you guys would have been. Bro- oh. Yeah. You know. And there would have been a child involved. No. Yeah. So happy. So yeah. you dodged an even bigger bullet than the Chinese symbol for happiness. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for writing in. Yeah, write yeah. us to lady uh, at lady to lady at maximumfun.org if you have any lady problems. I can Alexis, say where can people find all your social media stuff? Uh, we are at Broken Ships LA on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And personally, I'm at Hide or Die if you want to hear some fun things about me. I got a splinter today and I tweeted about it. Yeah. Oh, stuff, guys. Satisfying. 2018 is looking good. <laughs> Using those tweezers. <laughs> I damn. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. 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 Can't get enough of us? Subscribe to our Patreon for exclusive bonus content, access to our first 100 episodes, and more. Go to patreon.com slash lady to lady now to sign up. As little as a dollar a month keeps a roof over the glam cave and keeps you laughing, even when your coworkers stare. That's patreon.com slash lady to lady. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram at lady to lady comedy. Join our Facebook group, Lady to Lady Podcasts, to chat with other fans about episodes or even post your own lady problems. Check out our website, ladytoladycomedy.com, for show notes, videos, and merch. And duh, follow our individual accounts, Babs Gray, Brandazzle, and Testify Barker for jokes and info and where you can see us perform live. And if you want to send us snacks, stickers, or a lock of your own hair, I don't know, whatever, our P.O. Box is 412-794-Los Angeles, California, 90041. And please, leave us a review on iTunes, but only if you like us. We love you. We love you. Bye. 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 Bye.